0: Hello, everyone. This is Trevor with Tea time Reports. I'm joined here by Caden, and uh, we're going to be discussing the Tampa Bay Rowdies match on uh, July 15th versus the Birmingham Legion. Legion FC, I believe is their full uh, name. Um, but they're based out of Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, excuse me, Alabama. Uh, they play at Protective Stadium, same place as the uh, Birmingham Stallions and the USFL play. Always seem to have a good crowd. Um, it's They are also a very competitive club yeah, in this league. There was league.
1: Uh, you know- there was definitely some some holes in the stands there, but uh, the crowd was there when they needed them. Uh, I definitely would have been better at Al Lang, but uh, yeah, the pitch looked good. You know, our players looked you know motivated in that first half under Stuart Dobson. Uh, but we'll get more into kind of the shift in the game and and everything else later on. But uh, Trevor. I don't even get to watch the game,
0: but I did uh, watch highlights, I checked okay. some numbers as well. Mm-hmm. We uh we struggled, we did struggle. Um and it it showed especially up front mainly because of the lineup. You 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 said one thing, Charlie Dennis was not starting. Exactly. He is so crucial to this point to this team. If he's even like if he's even, you know, not up to par or even looking like he's in good form in that particular game. You need to keep him in. He's I mean, a he's a leader and a, a playmaker. So I just I think that was a crucial mistake by Dobson. On this and his uh staff.
1: On, on this lineup sheet that I'm looking at right now, it says that they were having Jan Ekra as kind of a a, a cam but also taking some defensive responsibilities as well. Don't get me wrong, kind I... of like what Charlie Dennis does usually. But, you know, Stuart Dobson comes in and, you know, for the entire time this you know, this this whole season Charlie Daniels started every single game, and that was under Neil Collins. Why change that? You know,
0: it's worked, and I, you know, I don't get me wrong. I love Ryan Ekra, but he's just a little too old to be starting at such a crucial position. And you if know he, mean, was, he was not doing that bad, no, he no, can play center,
1: center mid, but Cam, like people know, Cam is probably the hardest position, like one of the hardest positions you can play on the pitch.
0: And plus, like when you when you break it down, you want someone with speed, some youth. And you know, Ekra has those abilities, like the talent-wise, but like just in general, I just need someone with better stamina and better pace. And he's he's not a cam. And I I don't know why Dobson. I don't know why Dobson decided to kind of switch up things like that, kind of Mm. drastically, if you will. Even you saw a lot of build uh, a lot
1: of build-up play from our uh, from our midfielders this game, a lot more than we've seen in other games. And I think that is due to the coaching change. You saw Jake LaCava, who played center mid as well. But he took on, you know, when we were in kind of the, uh, the attacking phase of play, you would see him run up and we kind of have three strikers almost up front. And you coming into this lineup, I loved that we had Jake LaCava, Kyle Jennings, J.J. Williams, all on, the sa- all on the field at the same time together. Those are our three main goal scorers. Not, not to, no, not to slight Sebastian Dalgard, who is the number one assistor in the entire league, and, and he might,
0: he might get a nod up to MLS if he keeps with it. I mean, he, he has it. a good, he has good touch, good handles. So I and mean,
1: you know, I was even before, we were, I was always talking. I was pulling for Dayon Harris to start, and uh, these past couple games, this stretch that he's been on, keep him in. I don't want yeah. Dayon Harris to start. Dayon Harris, I think, is a great sub. He's a great super sub off that wing. He's got speed. We saw that he he did get subbed in for Kyle Jennings at uh, but that was for a striker position, and you saw it was the same kind of uh, struggles that Kyle Jennings was having at the start of the year. You know yeah. you can't put a winger at striker and expect him. To and succeed. I mean,
0: I feel like the big problem with this team, and there's not many problems. Obviously, we have some adversity that we've gone through this season, but just based on production and performance, we definitely are probably the best team in the league this past game did not show that but exactly. what it did show is you know the kind of consistent fail to execute I mean we should yeah. be outscoring so many of these teams mm. if we just you know hit that one touch in there you know if exactly. we're able to center the ball properly if lasso gets more involved up there
1: or honestly like lasso even the even those shitty ass commentators we're, we're talking about and those commentators were horrible last night. They were talking about, you know, the one man they were talking about on the Rowdies was Forrest Lasso. His name re- uh, reappearing, reappearing, reappearing. Because he's just such a good, disruptive defender. And this, this game, you know, this was, to me, this was his best game he's played all year. Wow. And for our attacking to not compliment him like that, it was it was sad because he was the only center back on the field. He had to control everything that was inside of the box. A lot
0: more responsibility. Exactly. And- and Set up. I mean, he has to mm, be the guy to communicate, and mm, he's probably the one getting the earful from Dobson. And I, I honestly didn't see much commotion from our from our bench, like yeah, I'm used to. Yeah, and even when uh, they had uh, you know Leo
1: Fernandez out there with with his clipboard, which was good. It was good. That's good
0: because he and might you know he might pull a Neil Collins and be you know might it be was, the rowdy like, you know, hey, coach. there was
1: a little bit of a cooling break we had uh, halfway through. I think the first half, and this is what really made me. Like, like, I'm looking at him and it just made me sick. You know what I mean? Because having Neil Collins as my coach for the past year and a half and just watching him him coach and watch his normalities and how he talks to his players, how he pumps up his players. A cooling break? Neil Collins is yelling at all 11 players. Whether They they did good, whether they did bad, he's telling them where to improve, where... They're doing good you, at...
0: You heard Neil Collins' exactly. home and away games.
1: Dobson was just standing there looking at our players. Like, letting letting Leo
0: and some other guy talk he to him. He seems like an interim coach. He is an interim I don't coach. see him, maybe... Like, just based on... I mean, if that's his debut, mm-hmm. I was not impressed. Not impressed, I, yeah. I mean, normally, if, you know, we... He was trying
1: to play Neil Collins' ball. You saw that he was trying to play Neil Collins' ball. No,
0: but, like, normally, you know, we're losing, and... At half, Neil comes up with a scheme to change the exactly. game. Exactly, changes the formation. Changes the tempo, gets yeah. more guys involved, makes a sub that is crucial. And why would you sub Deion
1: Harris for Cal Jennings? Sub Deion Harris for Jake Armin or, or Sebastian Dowden. I
0: want Jake I want Jake Armin in the starting lineup all the time now. I, I've been a big fan of his ever since his debut of the season. He just slow he, he is slow but he has great touch and he's literally he's literally like a b-grade spaulding at that position in my opinion because he he's able to make I mean, those good passes run uh no no he's not making a run for it but like he like i when i say ryan Spalding, i'm not talking about his breaks that he's able to make like off like the center line crossing yeah no i'm talking about his like actual like he'll step back and set up a play he has that defensive vision to kind of like be conservative with the ball, but also make the smart decisions. I like him. Mm-hmm. I like his play, and I, and I think I, I want to see him in. You know, yeah. Dobson needs to realize like, know, we had a recipe. Mm-hmm. This is our first loss in like nine weeks. Exactly. But I would like to see, you know, if God forbid, you know, we're
1: putting whoever at the wing. I like Armin at the at uh, at the center mid spot more than I like him at wing, yeah. just because of the, the speed difference, the shooting difference. The finishing ability, he's a good he just you can just tell that he is a center midfielder, you know what I mean? He is not a winger, and I feel like playing him at that position isn't doing him the justice that it should be because I feel like he, he would have a lot more assists. Mm. But uh, if we are going to play you know Armin, and if there's any way we can put Armin and uh and Doherty and Dennis on the field at the same time, I would like to see. You know, Armin, Armin at center mid, uh, fucking Dennis at, at Cam, and Dory at the other center mid. And then I say we put LaCava out at wing, because he was playing that for us last season, and he was hell of a good winger.
0: Dobson, you know? listen in, man. You gotta put LaCava left wing, you know, get JJ, you know, refined. I mean, we're, we're we should not be losing to Birmingham again. Like this is our second loss to them this season.
1: Oh, you know what? That just that just um, gives me a little thought because thinking about Jake Armand, I remember one play he had. And uh, if you're a Milan fan, you go, you know that we have a guy named Murad Krunik. and he is a very we, we were putting he's a center midfielder. We were playing him at right or uh, yeah right wing for most of the the end of the season. Yeah, and uh, he wasn't starting for most of the season until then. And you saw that he wasn't wasn't the fastest, you know, but he had the great passing ability, the great vision, and his defensive awareness was out of this world. I saw Armin make a 15-yard pass, and then that 15, and then whoever whoever he passed to, they fumbled the bag. Armin chases them down the field, was able to get into a good defensive position to block off two passing possibilities, close in on the attacker. Take the ball all by himself. This was a great, a, a great play, a great offensive to defensive transition from Jake Armin, and that's what I like to see out of some of these young guys, some of these young wingers, and that's why I feel like he would be a better center back just because of his abilities to, you know, stay on that defensive alertness, stay on that, uh, just that that overall. Awareness, pitch awareness. You know, he knows what's happening on the pitch twenty four seven. He knows where he needs to be. He knows where he's going, and that is a dangerous player. You know. No,
0: but overall, we just need our offense to step up, and and yeah. hopefully Dobson can you know get 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 the guys galvanized. I mean, JJ and, and
1: Cal Jennings were fucking ghosts out there.
0: They were. I ghosts. agree. I agree with that statement. I don't. I you know, and this is the bad thing about Cal Jennings and JJ Williams. They're so hot and cold. It's not mm-hmm. even funny. And J.J. was going up against his old club. You know, he didn't do shit. And, and it, it is a good point to notate that I think it was like week three, and this is a game we were at. We lost against this team with Neil Collins 2-0. 2-0, yeah. And with Dobson, we might end up losing 1-0. So an improvement against the team that we lost against, yeah. obviously, twice. But
1: but at that time that we played them at the start
0: of the season. We were not as good as we exactly, are now. Because you know? we, you know, we didn't
1: get the click, you know, we didn't see how the team was clicking. Clean, the team was not clicking right. The right lineup was not in, and Neil Collins was still making, you know, through that adjustment period. So you could see why we lost that game. I feel like if it, we were in that 11-game unbeaten streak that we were on, you know, with Neil Collins before this game, and we had faced, you know, this team any time in that 11-game period, it would just be another unbeaten game, whether it's a tie or a win. But uh, today was, you know, we really, we can't get those back because we're not playing them again.
0: So, yeah, so that's a, that's a shame they swept us this mm, season. And they kept the clean sheet again, against us. All season. All season. They and have, that's yeah. something that, you know, next year I'm going to be looking forward to is beating fucking Birmingham. Gee shit, bro. But, or, um, or the playoffs. Looking overall, just shout playoffs. out to Birmingham in general, the city. The sports is growing there. They're getting an mm. AFL team now. What did you um, think about uh, Connor Sparrow's performance?
1: Because he had some, a couple brilliant saves. He had really saves. good
0: saves. I mean, our defense... I mean, we, we, we need the two center backs. Yeah, We need Kleeman and Lasso in. Uh, or try out that Armin situation. But um, I, I truthfully believe if we do that back four, then it, it, he won't even be in those positions. Mm. So, like... He did w- he did really good for what he was given. And he had made he made some pretty good saves. I don't know if anything will get nominated because they lost... Your save of the week, but um, definitely he's he a great goalkeeper for us, bro.
1: Yeah, he had one, uh, I think it was closer to the start of the game, where Lasso was getting into position, and he kind of changed his, you know, swapped his weight from right foot to left foot and got a little off balance and ended up slipping. But, uh, you know, Birmingham was able to get a clean shot off on net, and Conor Sparrow was there, made a, a great leaping save, and uh, honestly, that's what I like to see out of him. Week after week, he's putting up these phenomenal saves. Yeah. And the more he can do that, the more I'm just going to sit back and enjoy having him on our team.
0: Especially, you know, the season is kind of coming to a close relatively soon. I think yeah. we have about 10, 12 weeks left. Um. And, and you want to see that out of your keeper, especially going into playoff time. I mean, we need those crucial saves. But um, overall, I the team's performance was a little lackluster. It's probably because it's the first game without Neil Collins with this squad like in the past couple of years obviously. But um I I really hope that uh we can actually get a win with Dobson in the first three kind Jeez of shit, you know games he's uh he's managing because I I really, you know, I I thought it was very disappointing overall. Mm-hmm. Like I was very shocked that we didn't come out swinging our dicks, you know.
1: And honestly I was shocked that we didn't win, and uh, I was expecting a win, but now looking back on it, you know, new coaching appointment, and it's not even just a new coaching appointment. That's like, it's legitimately losing the greatest figure that we've ever had associated with our organization. Neil Collins. Yeah. Don. Icon. And we were able to manage just one goal past us, and I feel like that is... So that that, that shows, shows exactly. That shows a little bit of resilience. I wish we could have gotten in there and gotten the win, or at least just you know, go unbeaten to keep this unbeaten streak alive. Yeah. But uh, I say we start a new one, and I say it starts with next week, July twenty second, Indy uh, Eleven at seven pm. Indy Eleven, they, they you know, they have Sebastian Gonzadi but they haven't been doing so well this year. They're eighth in eighth in the West.
0: So they're there mid table. They're probably around 14th, 15th of the league in power rankings. I I know they're getting a massive influx of cash. If they were in
1: okay, if, if they were in the Western Conference, right, they would be in last place. They they, oh. would, they would be in second to last place. Okay, they so they're Western. bottom
0: like seven. Yeah, in the league. Okay, well, I have hope against this team. This is a good grace game for for Dobson. Maybe he can get away with one. Maybe I, I'm going to predict two nil. Rowdies, mm. I, I'm always going to predict the Rowdies to win, but like yeah. honestly, I, I think we can pull this one out. And you know, I know I was talking about the influx of cash for Indy, and you remember what happened last time we faced Indy Eleven. We got that bullshit penalty card yeah. on us, and last minute penalty. This is a this is a club that is on the come up with popularity, and they are again getting a lot of money invested into the club. So yeah. expect at least a good fight, but I, I do think we can keep a clean sheet. Sparrow needs another one to his resume for the season. Um, but no, I am hopeful for us to pull away with a win against Indy 11. Because, I mean, like you said, they would be second to last if they were in the West. And the mm. West is probably more competitive than the East right now. But I think in total, I, I if you're bottom in the West, then you're fucking shit. Because like, mm. the East is pretty tight, you know, relatively, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. the fact that they're... You know, kind of that far out. I, I have hope that you know maybe they're not really gonna have much of a much of a fire right now. I think it's what are we going into week nineteen or twenty?
1: We're going into week um, fucking week. Yeah, week twenty. Well, no, week twenty-one. We're going week week 21.
0: twenty-one. So we have about what's that? Fifteen games left in the season. About yeah. So I mean, we I think we have the we have the. The push to to keep going, and we did rest Charlie Dennis. I expect expected the start. I want to see a better lineup going into next week. I'm going to definitely so, hold hold okay. Dobson accountable. What's your, what's your score? For I Ryan? said 2 0 yeah. Rowdies. So I nil. think okay. that's a reasonable score. I think Dennis is going to have one, and then I think Jake Ederman is going to have one.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going two-one. I'm saying Guinzadi
0: gets one past us, because it's Guinzadi. I mean, it depends, man, because if they do the clean and lasso combo, it's it's they're locking it down. It's mm-hmm. clean sheet, in my opinion, bro, because it's the best back duo in the league. Yeah. Like, they're they're so sound-tight back there.
1: A mm, best defensive line in the league. I with agree that dad, that. with that. Connor
0: Antley. Exactly. Connor Antley.
1: That's my dog. He is. He's, he's nasty.
0: Dog. Shifty. Really good handles, but I just... And Aaron Gwieland. And Aaron Gwieland, who's just a true captain. He was good last game, too.
1: Like... Honestly, he he's fired al- up. He's always underrated. He missed uh, one pass that kind of went went by him, and he had to kick it out of bounds. But uh, other than that, he kind of made up for that little dupe play that that he had there. But uh, I, I like always him. respect him. I, I like him. He, you know, he's our captain for a reason. But uh, I do think that you know Scunzotti gets one past us. I do think we get two, and I'm gonna say JJ Williams gets one, and I'm gonna say uh, Dalgard gets a goal.
0: Okay. So I mean, JJ needs another one. He hasn't mm. scored in a little bit. But I mean, I really just hope for a uh, just a better performance overall. Yeah, Center all around. I mean, midfield, offense, defense. Every, I just want the team to kind of come together and realize, yeah, we don't got Neil. I want Guehlan to start being that voice mm. that the Neil, you know, the absent Neil voice. Guehlan's got to step up on defense Gwil- at
1: least. Leo Fernandez off the bench. Yeah, know, but the,
0: the players that are injured, they need to step up. Mm. You know, and get involved, get more leadership skills in, and that's another thing we do. We are dealing with some injuries, especially to our midfield. Fuck Zachary
1: Harivo, yeah. Lewis Hilton, two key pieces of our midfield. You know, whether they're coming off the bench as subs or they're Lewis in the Hilton's starting lineup. Lewis Hilton's a solid player? He was I like a him. big
0: part of the last two years for us. You and know? he needs to get back and get back healthy soon because. I, I'm going to start questioning Dobson if these lineups uh, keep keep looking suspect, man. Because, I mean, I don't know what you're trying to... I, like you said, he was trying to do a Neil exactly, Collins yeah. type of thing. You know, kind of a question mark-esque lineup mm. to begin. And then the adjustments will be made at But
1: I like that we had, like, th- again, I like that we had our three main goal scorers. You know, especially right now. Jake LaCava, Kyle Jennings, J.J. Williams, all on the field at the same time as our, as our number one assister. And... I feel like if we could have Dennis at, on there as well, then that's fully complete. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have everyone at our top, top, like, the top of the league. You know, D- Charlie Dennis was once in the MVP category. He's not any any anymore. Uh, LaCava came here made an instant difference. Had, I think at one point he had two or three goals in two games. Yeah. And he's, uh, he, and he's just a playmaker, man. J.J. Williams and Cal Jennings are now our two top goal scorers. And Sebastian Dalgaard's on red-hot red form. So if we can get all these players on the pitch at the same time, and with Lasso being an absolute fucking brick wall, and Connor Sparrow being the goalie that he is, who is beating us? That's I mean, the question mark. The only fault we have is Stuart Dobson.
0: And I got to hope that, you know, he makes some good decisions down the line here. I mean, like we were talking about, we have 15 games left. We have the, 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 the probably the privilege to lose about four or five. I mean, if that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want to tie, probably, I, I don't want to tie, but w- we need to tie at least three. Lose at least, at max, five, probably. Four. Yeah. And then win the rest. I mean, just to just for me to be comfortable because I mean, again, Leo Fernandez obviously picking up the clipboard does indicate that he might be out longer than than yeah. I was hoping for. But I'm also excited about that. Did you want to touch up mm-hmm. on that real fast, Katie? But
1: that is a good thing that he's uh you know, he used to just you'd have to go up into the stands, sit down, he couldn't walk around. So I think it is a good thing that he is picking up uh the clipboard, and I think it might mean that he is gonna be back sooner than you think, just because he is constantly walking weeks. up and down the maybe. Yeah, honestly, walking up and down the sidelines, you know, going over to the players, you know, giving his words of inspiration. So, I think it is. I think it is a good thing that he's up and moving a lot more. Uh, maybe showing that possibly he can start getting up and moving on the pitch. I so, agree. Uh, I don't. Know, it, this is just. I feel like there's no bad that can come of Leo Fernandez. No, no,
0: trust like, me. I'm, I'm not I'm not slighting yeah, yeah. the fact that he's going to get into coaching or dabble in it mm. at least while he's out. And I like that. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, what if we have another Neil Collins story with Leo fucking Fernandez yeah. and then he gets a call over, you know, maybe back to his home country or... I, I know he's probably born here, but I know his roots are elsewhere um, as as is Neil's, you know? Mm. Um But it's just really cool to see the the development and the growth of some of these players to coaches to these staff members. And we do got to give Stuart Dobson some credit because, you know, he did not lose humiliatingly, like, in in a bad fashion, but... It was rough to watch because there was no halftime adjustments like you saw with Neil Collins. It was yeah. a consistent, oh, I, know, I think this method will work. Let me play there, it all the there way was, so, There
1: was some sub-ins. Yeah, um, no, but like there wasn't any yeah, tactical, the changes. Yeah, like, the tactical formation changes. changes or mm.
0: That's what I'm looking for, like the nitty-gritty. like That shows yeah. me you know the game. You know what's going on in the pitch. Exactly. But he's still a little newbie a little bit. Mm. But he has, he has a great career. You look at his resume, very solid. We were talking mm. him up. I'm, I'm not going to talk the guy into the gutter here but and I'm a little worried that we didn't show any any kind of any kind of spark at all if you, a, at all if so. you play FIFA you know that uh, the main
1: announcer for uh, every single game is just always in, like in uh, Madden it's like Joe Buck or something yeah. and uh, <laughs> the, the main announcer in all the FIFA games is Stuart Robson mm. so when when uh, <laughs> when Brandon first told me I was like Stuart Robson? no fucking way <laughs> Stuart Dobson hmm. and that's, that's like the first thing I mean and Brady thought as well
0: I mean you know, we yeah did. But I mean we looked up his career He's a good goaltending yeah. coach I mean he's done Really good things with the game I just hope that It translates well Into a really Kind of like a bigger position The biggest position He's been at technically You know In, in his yeah, career, career. Yeah. So you know Let's hope that we can See some progression there As Rowdy's fans And especially if you're In the Tampa Or St. Pete area Shout out to y'all get to a Rowdy's game. We're going to be going to the next home game, hopefully for sure. And um, get some content out there for everyone, some TikToks and some Instagram videos and stuff like that. Make sure you're following us on there um, at Tea Time Reports. We're also on Twitter and um, threads and stuff like that. So if you want any sports information, music, film stuff, uh, just follow us on all those platforms and make sure you uh, follow what, uh, what uh, platform you're listening to this episode on. Make sure you give this uh, show a follow. We really appreciate uh, our avid followers and listeners and our new listeners out there and we hope that uh you know if you are in the st pete and tampa bay and you kind of the bradenton area you know and you love soccer or, or football if you will uh you uh, go check out a rowdy's game and show the team some some love it's a really fun time and um you know some good balls being played out there by some by some chaps if you will um caden anything else you wanted to touch on other than you know we got a prediction done um <sighs> mm-hmm we got uh, the discussion on this past match done so anything else you wanted to Uh, that's a good way to end it right there so this is uh, Caden and Trevor we're going to be signing out here and thank you for everyone for tuning in take care Boonah